0: Welcome to Put a Word on It, a podcast presented by Men of Valor. In each episode, we're going to talk with a different man, but each one with a unique journey from brokenness to freedom. I'm your host, Rudy Kalis. I spent over 40 years as a TV sportscaster, then retired and joined the Men of Valor program as a volunteer. So join the conversation, reconciling men to God, their families and society. Welcome to another edition of Put A Word On It, brought to you by Interstate AC. We thank them so much for their support. Clyde Hubbard, interesting young man that we met because of all the difficulties in his life. And now he's gone through another one. A lot of times we interview guys, or they think, oh, everything's great. You get out you go to Men of Valor and you go on and life is great in the future. No, once in a while you make a mistake. And he's having to go through that now because even though he's come out, he wants to be a changed man for just a moment. He had a relapse. Here's Clyde. You know, we were just talking about, Clyde, your story really resonates, I think, with a lot of guys, guys that I work with, guys that have gotten out, who come out with their hearts wanting to do the right thing and then make a mistake. Were you you disappointed in yourself?
1: Yeah, at first, yes, the natural thing is to be shameful, guilt, disappointment, because you know, nobody's harder on me than I am on myself. So I I really took it as an opportunity to, to grow from it and just really seeing the growth from it and being able to use that experience to help other men that I'm around that are probably struggling the same way I was, um, it, it really brought a peace and a happiness to be able to to help somebody else other than myself. But you've got a peace, but you don't know what's gonna happen though. Not not at all, but I have a belief in God that he knows your heart and and he puts us in certain situations to use to to help somebody else. There's always somebody watching. There's always somebody that doesn't know who to talk to, where to run to. All we know sometimes is just to continue to go in the downward spiral that we're going in. But you have opportunity to get back up and to, to use it to help other men around you.
0: Let's go back. How much time did you spend?
1: Six years. For what? Robberies. I had seven robberies in 27 hours. So it was a crime spree. You had told me you
0: grew up in Port Arthur, Texas, and then moved up to Idaho? Idaho
1: Falls. I was adopted to Idaho Falls, Idaho. So
0: no family life as a young kid?
1: It was It was difficult. Difficult. Yeah, it was difficult. Um, my parents weren't in a good place to take care of me, so state's custody. So I was adopted, and it just ended up being that, the adoption led to a worse situation so i suffered a lot of childhood trauma at that time so i guess as i got as an adult i used alcohol to kind of help me deal with and cope with what i was really feeling of the feelings i had deep down inside the emotions i had and it just took me on just a roller coaster
0: was it the way you were treated by the adopted family
1: yes uh, How- i suffered child abuse Me and my siblings, we went through. So you had
0: more than just you went to that family? Yes,
1: yes, it was me and my two brothers. We suffered child abuse as kids, uh, worse than most. And the first chance I had to get out, I left. And getting out, I went to school, I went to college. And the first month I start partying and- You got good enough grades to go to college. No, I didn't. I didn't get good enough grades. That's why I had to go to college. I wanted to play sports. I oh. wanted to play football. So I liked school. I just didn't want to pay attention in school. Right. So I had to go to a community college to get my grades up, get the GPA up gotcha. enough to be able to transfer to a to a D one to possibly get a chance of playing football. And where was that? That was UT. It was at Pellissippi State Community oh, College. Yeah. yeah.
0: Yeah. yeah, so you moved in down to Knoxville, that
1: yeah. area. Yeah, yeah. and I got around some guys that were in another city that was close by. And we just, you know, we did what teenagers do. I was mm-hmm. in the state of, I had went through the trauma for so long that when I got a chance to leave, I left. And it was, I guess, rebellion. I guess, you know, being sheltered and having to go through what I was going through for so long, it was just freedom just to be able to do what I wanted to do and drinking and women. And it ultimately led to jail, then prison. And now here I sit.
0: You sit here, now here, why? What happened?
1: When I first got incarcerated for all those charges, the seven robbers in 27 hours, the years, really my life was supposed to be taken away. They were offering between 40 to 50, 51 years. And it was at that time where just being in the cell, just waiting to go to court. It wasn't the first court date, because that's when I found out about how much time in between. It was the second court date. And when it was coming, it was just, I had a peace. It was like, God said, just relax, just just relax. Well, you know what I'm saying? You'll make it back, because I was, Really debating if I was ever going to see the streets again. You know, that's what I'm thinking. Like, I'm never going home again. I'm never going home again. And it was just, that's why I first got the first instinct that he was right there. Just saying, just just relax. Just hold on. But he'd
0: never really been a part of your life?
1: He had. I've had aunts, grandma oh, pick yeah. the Bible up. Get the Bible up. Man, but you don't want any of that because you're I running. Did, yeah, I'm running. I'm, I'm just wild. And it just took certain situations to happen for me to just be like, okay, I hear you. I'm going to relax. And I had saw so much, you know, pain and trauma and I've made it through all of it. No matter what happens, I tend to make it through it. And I know that's got to be one person that's God. So I've always, you know, just held tight knowing that he's watching over me.
0: So you don't think you're going to be scarred for the rest of your life by the trauma you went through. There are some people who are.
1: You can be, if you let it. You know, I think that we think alcohol and the drugs are the problem. That's not the problem. The problem is we've already had past trauma, past hurts, past pain, that a lot of people just don't know how to deal with. So they use it to cope and just to make it through life, but they don't have to use that. You see what I'm saying? First, once they're able to deal with the pain and figure out what it is from that childhood Most of the time it's from the childhood, what leads us down the roads that we lead to, and then we can't deal with it. We don't want to tell nobody about it. We don't want to talk about it. We turn to alcohol, turn to marijuana, whatever drug or choice yours is.
0: I think the backstory is powerful. I think that's a really strong thing. How'd you get connected with Men of Valor? How'd you get here?
1: Well, it was parole. They said a halfway house. You know, they wanted me to do a halfway house. And I remember just, I was talking to the reentry guy and he was, you know, basically in other words, have you heard of Men of Valor? I had never heard of Men of Valor. So it was just like something was pulling me saying, you need to go there. That's, that's what you need to try. And once I got back to the unit, I filled out the application and I talked to Tommy Mathis. And it was really, man, I was just sick of it. I was just sick of, you know, Caring about what everybody else thought, living for everybody else, you know, being miserable, being down, you know what I'm saying? So it was like it was pulling me here. And then once I got to Men of Valor and I had to start digging deep in the story of why it happened you know, what put me in that position? You know what I'm saying? What have I learned from it? Was it the drinking? Was it the, you know, was it the drugs? And it, it wasn't never the drugs. I just never dealt with the pain of the childhood trauma that I suffered. And I think there's a lot of people out there that have not never done, never dealt with it. And it's still just ruling them to this day.
0: Why do you think you made the mistake of slipping up this time? And are you afraid that it can happen again?
1: Okay. Naturally, in the past, it was, I used isolation because I what I went through, I kind of introvert, stayed to myself. That's how I was, you know, not knowing if at one time people would accept me for what I've been through or what I've done, you know, just worrying too much about what other people thought. So once I had got to a place that was normal, my past life wasn't normal, but I had lived it for so long, it was normal to me. And then once you come to a place like men of valor and you got people showing you love and support, there's still that situation in the back of your mind where you want to isolate, you want to stay to yourself. You don't want to tell anybody about it. And I was struggling with a situation of just going home. And going home, you know, for so long, I've never been home. I never felt like I was home. So it was, always being in prisons or jails or under some type of structure and i think it it wore on me so much instead of telling people what i was going through the people that really cared about me i decided to take it into my own hands so i just left wasn't planning on drinking it wasn't my thought to drink it was just subconsciously i pulled over and started drinking then went on down pulled over, start drinking. And then I got pulled over for a DUI. Um, The hardest thing to do was to admit it, to accept it. That, you know, I, I had called it telling on myself, but that was just the old way of looking at it. I had needed to accept responsibility for it. I had, for me to grow, I had to be able to, you know, say, hey, I made a mistake. I need your help. And I was just willing to put in the work that I needed to put in to come out of it.
0: Seems to me in a way then it's going to make you more determined than ever not to let it happen again.
1: I think what's made me more determined is seeing some of the 30-day guys come in and seeing some of the men that I could help and seeing how they respond to it. It it has brought a peace. You see what I'm saying? I guess when you fall, you have a chance to get back up and And just the grace that this place has shown me that men of Valor has shown me and given me another opportunity and at this at this time, I don't know what's gonna happen, but it's it's not it's not on my mind i I'm supposed to be right here at this moment doing this. I feel like this is what God's like I'm gonna put you right here, use that, and I've just got more joy from that than than anything
0: <laughs> that's such a good story, you know we uh Call the program, put a word on it. Have you got a word for me?
1: Yeah, Proverbs twenty four sixteen. Though a righteous man falls seven times, he'll get back up and the wicked will stumble in the ruin. Where I see it as we all have a choice, we all have a chance to get back up, even when we mess up. You don't have to stay down. You can go find somebody and say, man, I need some help. I'm trying to get back up, you see what I'm saying?
0: I was trying to think of one word out of that beautiful passage. Is there one word that, that kind of comes to your mind? Resurrection?
1: I'll say that. Resurrection.
0: Gives you another shot. You, give, you get a chance Our to get Lord, back up. He rose from the dead and gave us all hope. and I think the same will happen for you. Yes, sir. I didn't mean to give you the word, but that's what came <laughs> to my mind.
1: Yeah, that's exactly what it is.
0: Glad you're a good man. God bless you. All right, thank you. Whew, listening to Clyde, wasn't he just open, just absolutely honest about his life and he doesn't know exactly what's gonna happen. Resurrection, when you think about it, it gets way down deep in your soul because our Lord did that for all of us. We get a chance to rise and Clyde gets a chance to rise no matter what happens now. He'll be a young man of God. He'll be all right. Good Lord has got him in his hands. Thanks for joining us. Join us again next time as we put a word on it. You've been listening to Put a Word on It, We would love for you to subscribe wherever you download fine podcasts. You can rate and review us on Apple Podcasts, iTunes, or Spotify. Put a Word on It is brought to you by Men of Valor. To learn more, go to movministry.com.